So welcome to The Holding Table. I'm so glad you're back. Um, if you listened to episode nine, you probably noticed that it cut off <laughs> uh, seemingly prematurely. Uh, I think it's kind of funny that the episode was on bypassing. Um, and I think a lot of times when we do bypass, when we bypass our feelings, it just cuts off opportunities for growth. It cuts off uh, maybe the rest of the story or um, something beautiful that we possibly could have learned and gained and um, a way that we could have expanded differently. So I find that very funny that our audio issue um, happened there and it just ended abruptly. Um, but we're so glad that you're back for episode 10. Uh, and in this episode, we talk about the importance of our voice, how much our voice matters. Uh, again, having some audio issues in this episode, so bear with us. We're still trying to figure out this mic. Uh, it's supposed to have surround uh, capabilities where it can pick up sound on both sides of it. And I don't know what happened. So uh, this time, my mystic sister sounds like she's the one tucked in the corner, and I sound like I'm hogging all the uh, the limelight and attention. Not intentional, um, but uh, we do hope that you enjoy this episode um, and are reminded of the importance of your voice. Welcome to the Holding Table. Pull up a chair, there's safety here. Place to hold the weak, the bold. Let this be a sacred cradle to find you at the holding table. Meet you at the holding table. It was 16 oh, years ago. <laughs> Your dog basically made a little kebab out of another dog Such kebab dog kebab dog um it's just a lick that's true it was a it was an invasive lick aren't they all it sounds like a terrible date i had a long time ago um have i ever told you yeah. about the guy <laughs> god i'm dying no this guy went out with uh, we went out like two or three times and then there was a kiss and everything about him seemed really normal <laughs> and, and like cool normal. Mm -hmm. And then he kissed me and his tongue literally <laughs> went in and out of my mouth. <laughs> like, Is he trying to be sexy? Like he's sim simulating some kind of. do that 
can we try again? You like, yeah, what are you going to no, do? So what did you say? You're like, mm, nighty night. Like, basically. Bye. Thanks yeah. so much. Basically. You're a real nice friend. <laughs> basically. Oh, wow. I was, yeah. I mean, I've been with the same guy forever, but I did have, I wouldn't say a similar experience, but I'm, I went on a date with this guy. He's saying goodnight to me. We end up inside the house. He's kissy, kissy, whatever. And it's pretty darn okay until he starts licking my face. What? Licking my face. Like a like a, like a dog. dog would lick a face. And I'm like, maybe I could see that later. Like maybe, <laughs> you know, or like. Yeah, that's part of something we If things progress, even, maybe it's a foreplay thing when we've been hanging out for a little not while. Not opposed like, to He does not even know good. what's on my face. Like we had had dinner. Like there was probably uh, like buffalo sauce. Oh my God. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't do the face licking. That's not, and it's, I mean. So what did you do? Did you just uh, pull back? Yeah, was I like, was, I mean, I was really, I was really mouth. young. Yeah, I'm like, the mouth, buddy, come on. I got to like. Gotta redirect. Yeah, redirect. And like if I'm on a airplane <laughs> tarmac, I'm like, come on this way. Um, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you're just that silly. I don't know what I said. I was yeah. like, you know, 18 or 19. So I, you know, Man. like have to be cute. Yeah, stupid. Dude, those are not stupid. I mean, well, you you could with the but wouldn't it have been cool like, to be like, hi, exactly. that's weird. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and that's the tricky thing. I think when people uh, come at you, and this could be in the kissing world or <laughs> otherwise, um, how do you say no thanks? Yeah, no, don't do that ever <laughs> again. Oh, my God, I have to tell you a story. So this kind of has to do with people being like weird. Um, and in hindsight, like I'm kind of thinking back on it. I'm like, I wish I had maybe said something. Wait, can you hold for a second? Well, Just one second. Well, well. There is this uneasy feeling I have now yeah. when we're together in huh? a room. And do you know what? Oh, that the cops are going to show up. <laughs> Tonight. Yeah, what's, I know. I actually thought that too. I was like, hmm. But right now we're good. We're good. So let's just knock okay, it sorry. on. Continue wood. your story. This guy. So I go last night to Subway to get sandwiches with Maya, my, my girl, eat fresh, uh, which is funny. The reason why we were even going there was because my son has to do this like project. He's like doing his display board and he did this whole project on littering. And we went on like a family litter pickup hike. And yeah, he's totally into learning about like water pollution, air pollution, the whole thing. And so he's like, I really want to put subway wrappers on my board. And I was like, okay, but can it be any kind of trash? Like, and he's like, no, it has to be subway. So I'm like, okay. So I end up, you know, spending $50 at subway on shitty sandwiches. Um, but yeah, it was very funny. So anyway, my, we're standing there and this guy, I'm telling you, he was like, I don't think he was real. Like, I felt like I was in an SNL sketch. <laughs> he was like this character, this over the top caricature. Yeah, I'm being punked. Of, yes. I'm like, where is this? Where's the yeah. camera? Yeah. He ticked all the boxes for like douchey white privilege guy. Like at first I'm like, okay, I was being judgmental just yeah, based yeah. on how he looked. Mm -hmm. For sure. I'll admit that. Yeah. He walks in. The gym is located next door. So Side he just, note, 
Yeah. Here in the local town, we don't have to name what town yeah, no. it is, but here in the local town? Yes, a, right okay. down the street. Okay. Yes, okay. from this yes. very spot. Yes. There are a-holes near where I live. I cannot yeah. believe this. Yeah. So anyway, he walks in with his like sweat towel on and he's got like his laptop bag and like ugh, his stupid sneakers and his dumb face. And he walks in and he's not wearing his mask, which kind of annoys me i'm like it's a place where people are preparing food can you not be an a-hole but whatever his mask is like down here fine whatever and he's pacing and i'm like is this guy high like i thought you know some people maybe you know snort a little meth before you go work out or something i don't know and he's like pacing and he's being weird and it's taking the lady a long time to make sandwiches so we're going to be ordering five sandwiches and then before that, so she's by herself making these sandwiches. She's filling like an Uber Eats order or something. So she's like sweating and she's trying to get it done. She gets that order done. Uber Eats guy comes back and he's like, I forgot. Can you make one more? And she's like telling me, she's like, I'm sorry, I got to get. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It's yeah. fine. Like life is amazing. You're good. Well, douchey douche in the back. He's like, <sighs> and he's like making these noises. He goes up to the counter and he's like, hey, sweetie. And he's talking to the subway lady and he's like, Hey, Hey, sweetie. Hey, sweetie. How long is this going to be? And she's like, I I have to make these sandwiches. I don't know. It's going to be a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but like how long are you, are you here by yourself or what? And he, she's like, yeah, well, the other person just went on break. And he's like, okay, so how long is that break going to be? Could you tell me, could you give me a little information here? And she's like, I don't, it's like 10 minutes. And he's like, 10 minutes. It's going to be 10 minutes. You said it's 10 minutes, right? It's going to be 10 minutes. Oh my God. So my, my daughter and I are like, oh my God. Okay. This guy's weird. So he gets back in line. She's making our sandwiches. Of course I have like, hold the mayo. Don't do this. Slice the, this origami, the tortilla, whatever it was that I was like the wrap. Anyway, he goes, Hey, he says to me, he goes, Hey, why don't you just order 20 more sandwiches while you're here? Why don't you do that? I'm getting real hungry. Why don't you order my sandwich for me? <laughs> but with this weird, like passive aggressive smile, he's so intense and so amped. I'm like, this guy is on wow. mouth. Like something is up with this guy. And so I looked at him and I'm like, okay, use humor because I wanted to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I, you know, I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm in a given mood. I really, I should. I should just start giving sandwiches out. You get a sandwich and you get a sandwich. Oprah. Yeah, and he's like, he goes, yeah, there's a school down the street. Maybe you should buy some for that. I mean, he was just like, okay. And then I looked at him, I was like, you know, there's some chips here. I bet you could open up a bag of chips and start eating them if you're really that hungry. You look like you've been to the gym. You're probably famished. I mean, just open the chips. That's what works for my toddler. Did you really say that? I did say that. (laughs) And then he's like, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to ignore this guy. And my daughter is just like, this guy's an idiot. So then he's still making his <sighs> stupid noises behind us. And he walks up to the counter again, this time on the other side, because he sees the other worker has yeah, now entered the scene. Okay. And yeah. he's like, hey, hey, uh, por favor, senorita, uh, sweetie, por favor, uh, can you tell me when you're going to be able to make my sandwich? This At this point, my 16-year-old is like ready to, she's just like, I cannot believe all of the microaggressions that are not that micro that just happened. And she's like, Arr. and so I'm like, dude, I said, honey, I don't think this guy's real. Like I just said it out loud, but then I'm like, I don't want to like, I was, it was hard though. Cause I was, I felt really bad for this lady. So I was like, you know what? You're doing such a good job and this is not easy. Like yeah. you're having to make all these sandwiches. 
And then, you know, my daughter was like, yeah, you're doing awesome. Thank you. And I said, I know this guy, you know, just, I kind of gave her like this little like wink, like, yeah, he's an idiot. Right. But in hindsight, I'm like thinking about like, what was I, was I one of those bystanders instead of like, you know, like those videos you see of people Uh. on the subway or the bus where there's something shitty going on and they're just kind of like, meh, meh. And I'm like, I don't know what I would have done differently other than like maybe kill him with kindness or just bought his sandwich for him. I would have legit, yeah. Yeah. I would have, I probably would have done that. Just bought a sandwich. And then flipped him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as we're leaving, he's Let like, you head. ladies enjoy your sandwiches. And I just ignored wow. him. Yeah. And then he kind of gave Maya a creepy smile and, and he's like, you have a good night. I was like, let's get to our car as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I just was thinking, that's a guy that like probably goes to pick up an escort and hasn't showered. (laughs) He's that guy. (laughs) That was a really big jump. I'm I'm just, I'm just, he had that vibe. I'm just like, this guy doesn't care about anybody else. See where my mind goes, (laughs) not to make you look like a complete asshole, but where my mind goes is like, I wonder what happened to him. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we went there. Parents not ever. Exactly. Why are you a narcissist? I mean, because you have attachment issues. That's sad. You were rejected as a toddler. Yeah. That is sad. Like, so first. Or why are you so uncomfortable waiting? With waiting. Yeah. yeah. And why do you have to be little people that mm-hmm. are actually making your food? That are trying to help you. They could spit. I hope that they, they no, could. They could have spat in this food. I do. I know. I was like. We walked out and I was like, wow, what an asshole. And, you know, we said all the mean things. And then I was like, actually, people who are that way, obviously, like there's something off. And so we had a good conversation about that, too. But not before we. (laughs) I feel like those sorts of situations happen to you and I more often than not. And I'm always left thinking, like, what's going on? What's the deal, buddy? What's the story? Well, and more than that, like, I love that you're like, I'm, I, I just assume I'm being punked all the time. <laughs> right? Like, I just assume, it's not I just assume that, like, somebody's recording it. Like, yeah. you're, you're doing this to go me into something. Let's see what the social worker does. Yeah. But let's see. Does she do the right thing? What lady does. I mean, I did, I used my humor, yeah. which is my go-to. Yeah. So that was helpful, but it was a little bit mean, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. I mean, the other options are, hey, man, are you okay? Yeah. I Yeah, that was totally or another like, option. hey, man, you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. See, okay, so there we go. And that's the tie-in with what you were saying about getting lizard tongue and me getting my yeah, face yeah, Yes, there we go. So, like, <laughs> Back to there, it's so hard for me to imagine saying you're making me feel uncomfortable because that feels so vulnerable because I don't know how he's going to respond to that. Mm. I mean, granted, I don't know how he would respond to my quote humor either or right. my sarcasm, but it's like more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Well, cause I have to be, and I think I have to be, I don't, maybe I don't have to be, but this is what my mentality yeah, is a lot yeah, of times, but I have to be says. tough because I'm a small female. And I've had to be like a little bit of a loud mouth and kind of like feisty and like, you know, don't to fuck with me. the per- perception that you can't. Yeah. That I'm just some like. Well, and particularly in the work that you came from. Mm-hmm. Right? Just that for it. sure. 
but like even like when Mark and I started dating, uh-huh. he no, we weren't even dating. We were just friends. And this is so dumb. I mean, I was 18 or 19, so the things you say, right? But he was like, hey, your fly's down. And if anybody knows my husband, he is the most, he's without guile. Like he is, he does not, he's not a perv. Uh He's not gross. (laughs) He's super sweet. He generally was, genuinely was like, your zipper's down. You might want to fix that. And I, because I felt vulnerable and I was like, what? So I turned it into a joke and made him feel, I was like, why are you looking down there? And it's kind of a joke between us now, but I think back, I'm like, why did I think I needed to say that? Like, that's mm-hmm. such a, that's so, it was kind of funny, but it also made him go, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. Like what? Like it yeah. actually put him in check. Yeah. And I was like, excellent. That's exactly where I want you to be. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, and that speaks, I mean, that that spoke to who you were as a 19 year old, right? For sure. Like as a um, conservative Christian, evangelical Christian mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. He just yeah. pointed at my vagina. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna make him feel stupid for oh my god. Yeah, yeah and mix that with like yeah, all the weird like trauma and... that it wasn't necessarily that I endured sexual trauma, no, like yeah. sexual assault, but things that had to do with that and purity that culture felt, and stuff my yeah. family went through. Violating. Yeah, like I was just like, yeah. you better always be on your guard, like no matter mm-hmm. what. But do it with humor because yeah, that's yeah. more acceptable than just being a bitch. So, so anyway, yeah. So well, and and you just called it out, right? Like if we assert ourselves and what what doesn't feel good to us, then we're perceived as being a bitch, or we've internalized oh. that I'm a bitch. Oh yeah. So I'm not allowed. And this is not the truth. Let me state clearly. Right. But. <laughs> So I'm quote unquote not allowed right. to say, hey, I don't like that. Right. Or hey, could you stop that? Yeah. Because that makes me feel I'm, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because then I'm the bitch. But what's so weird is like, at what point were we told that all you're doing is saying how you feel? Like if you say, I feel uncomfortable. Like if I said that to the weird guy last night. Yeah. Hey, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Could you maybe, do you think you could like chill a little bit or can I buy your sandwich or yeah. like, I, I mm, there's something in me that automatically assumes that I, I just, that's not, we're just not going to go there. We're not going to say, and probably also because it's a stranger, but um, yeah, there's, there's a message that's been received at some point yeah. in, in my brain that says what you need um, is secondary is you need to maybe filter that and censor that, make it pretty, make it funny to the, to the discretion of your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And part of that is like, on the one hand, I can say I'm, I'm grateful for certain childhood experiences that were actually painful and sad and hard mm-hmm. that kind of relate to this, that mm-hmm. relate to me kind of making my voice smaller. I'm not grateful that yeah, that yeah. happened, but it definitely allows me to read a room pretty well. <laughs> like it allows me to know, like, what can I say? Like, you know, what can I say to whom and who's the weird, you know, who's the creeper and who's the safe person. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And what's the emotional temperature in the room? Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. Individually, yeah. <laughs> the vibes. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, real. Sure. Yeah. That's real. I um obviously I'm similar in my ability to read a room and I think it comes from a similar place. The thing that I was thinking about when you were talking about kind of childhood messages was that I remember really young that um I would say like I want to wear this or mm. I like this. Um and then I was always redirected like, no, you're going to wear this. Oh, man. Or no, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And um, I remember really early on um, trying to like push back a little bit and it not being well received. And so it just became easier for me to be mm, like, just go okay. with it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And then okay. where do you get the chance to exercise that sense of agency? Like you'll, I don't know, like do children still find ways to look for it? Do they like, do they seek it out? I think so. I mean, maybe that's where we see like quote bad behavior or like problematic behavior, maybe. You for know, some kids, quote unquote. yeah, yeah. For yeah. some kids, I think they do. They move it into that, they act out. Right? Yeah. Um, for me, I, I just moved entirely into compliance and overachieving. Mm. Right. And then yeah. I made my voice. I was super duper shy as a kid. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me yeah, that. Yeah. Super duper shy. It's always hard for people to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Super duper shy. And so it wasn't, you know, until when I was 21. I started like telling our engagement. So it was the story. alcohol that did it, is what you were telling me. <laughs> Right, because I was drinking a ton. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, church came up in the yeah, and uh, <clears throat> pastor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah, so good. 21. Yeah, so 21, I, I got engaged, and everybody knew my ex-husband, but they didn't know me from mm. that environment that mm -hmm. we were working in. And so um, that was one of those, that's when I really came out of my shell. Mm. Um, and then through, you know, 20 almost 20 years of counseling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but most of which, you know, the first probably 15 years was really helpful. Yeah. The last five has been, you know, monumental. Yeah. Right. It's so interesting how yeah, the breakthroughs to, yeah. <sighs> yeah. How they happen. Stepping into mm -hmm. who I am and my voice and, and being okay saying, no, thank you. Yeah, hashtag just for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe I, that's maybe maybe that's where we find the freedom to say, hey sir, simmer down. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think, I mean, yeah, there there definitely was a hypervigilance on my part last night too, because my daughter was with me and I did feel unsafe. And so I was mm. like, okay, how far am I gonna let this like at some point, I might just have to leave, even if Lady mm -hmm. isn't done making my sandwiches. And I was kind of thinking through all the scenarios. He wasn't being violent, but I just felt like his vibe and his language and his posturing. So he's leaning over saying, sweetie, and he's not putting his mask on. It just seemed so inconsiderate, you know. Um, but yeah, I just I found that I was really reflective about that last night. Like, why did I not say more? And what would I have said? Yeah, what more? Because I think mm -hmm. in a public place like that, I would say it's actually like um, food workers' space. Yes, right? yes. So like you would hope that 
manager or whoever right. would be like you in your place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and unfortunately because of the way men and women dynamics and racial dynamics oh, yeah. in this particular neighborhood might play out. Right. I mean, the optics of it is like, yeah. here's this tall, muscular white guy, white guy and these two women who uh, appear to have, you know, maybe some sort of Hispanic background. Like they don't speak very, um, you know, yeah. strong English. They're making my sandwiches in there. She's she's doing it. I'm just yeah. like, where do you get off, dude? Like, what yeah. is the matter with you? Um, yeah. And I, I and then at what point I was curious too, like, I wonder if they ever get a chance to be like, get out of my store. Yeah. Like, or if if they have that that freedom to ever mm -hmm. say, like, you're making me feel uncomfortable, or I'm feeling uncomfortable. Can mm -hmm. you please leave? Would they mm -hmm. would they get to do that? And so I don't know. It's just Definitely got me thinking about <laughs> like what I do in those situations. And it's like now um, I'm working in a school setting. So I'm not in, I got out of jail. Real, <laughs> real victory for me. Um, career update. I, yeah, career update. And I'm, again, so grateful for my time working in corrections. I would not, I don't want to say I wouldn't trade it because maybe I would, depending on what the other option was. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I wouldn't trade like all the experiences. I feel like, man, I learned so much. But now I'm working with elementary school children and it is so good for my mental health. Mm -hmm. Like it, there's, it's hard. It's sad. You see, you hear sad stories. You have to make, you know, reports about, you know, child abuse. But um, there's so much hope. Mm -hmm. There's so much hope. And so one of the things we talk a lot about is, you know, there's, so many anti-bullying campaigns going on across the country. And I don't, I don't know. I got opinions about all that. But one of the things we do try to encourage is like, try to be an upstander rather than a bystander. Mm. Um, and so I was reflecting on that last night. I'm like, he was kind of being a bully. And mm. was, was I an upstander or was I one of those bystanders that just kind of yeah. watched it unfold. I mean, I didn't say nothing, but I didn't say the thing. And I don't even know what the yeah, thing would have been. I don't yeah. know. I don't that's, know. That's what I'm really curious about. Because yeah. I think I probably would have done my own posturing. I, I am uh, larger than you are, both in height and width. <laughs> and when I find myself in those situations, I do use my mm -hmm. body mm -hmm. in some ways to... Uh, to look bigger, mm -hmm. to look um, more in charge. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I don't even, maybe it's the Italian in me, but <laughs> I don't even have to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. People will simmer down. Yeah. Well, that's your eight too. Your Enneagram oh, eight, right? Like that. you, yeah. you yeah. have a presence yeah. that, yeah, I think definitely works in your favor for sure. In, in those situations i think yeah. i do that with my sarcasm and sure yeah you okay. know that's been my nice because what am i what are you gonna do i'm gonna sit on you <laughs> <laughs> listen i'm gonna teach you some crap <laughs> i know we still need to get back to that right for sure um, yeah but i i think um i really like returning to that idea of you know like we talked about hashtag just for me but but as a part of that, um, saying your truth, saying the thing, like saying that 
that's a boundary I'm setting. I don't feel comfortable with that. Right. Yeah. I'm not feeling bad about guilty it. or bad yeah. about it. And here's the thing, <clears throat> like we're humans doing human things. And so it's going to take us, um, a while to decondition mm-hmm. the shame or the guilt or the, you know, the internal, um, reflex of, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in trouble if I tell him off. Or yeah. Tell him to back up. It's not even telling him off. <laughs> it's saying right? I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Perhaps. Or if yeah. a guy licks your face or whatever. Like, yeah, that's not gonna work. Stop. For me. Yeah. I don't need to be cute about it. That's the thing. Like yeah. I think a lot of times as women, I don't know, maybe men experience this too, but I think we feel like we have to kind of be cute about it. Coy or cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So dumb. So dumb. And we could just say You're dumb. No more. <laughs> Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Yeah, don't lick my face, please. (laughs) Please do not put your tongue in and out of my mouth. (laughs) I actually, yeah, I was just going to, yeah, I'm not going to say that, actually. Um, (laughs) Censoring. Yeah, well, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's better that I just don't. (laughs) Yeah, I think, too, what you're describing is, like, it's rewiring our brain. I mean, that's literally what it is. So it's allowing new neurons to fire together and wire together. The more it happens, then, Mm -hmm. you know, ideally the easier it will become. But what I want to know is like, you know, it, it, it's not just rewiring on one level of perception. It's like, it's societal, it's, um, subculture of church stuff. Um, culturally as a Hispanic female, like the whole patriarchal mm-hmm. framework that I work within. Uh, and so that makes me sometimes feel like, oh yeah, this, this is why this is so important for me to keep practicing this because it's not just like some yeah. one dimensional yeah. one and done kind of a thing. It's like, man, I'm getting opportunity after opportunity yeah. to say, I don't feel safe or I don't feel comfortable. That is too, that's the magic, I think, of being so in touch with what's happening around us, Mm -hmm. for better or for worse, (laughs) right, is that we start to see the, I always say the word wrong, synchronicity Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Mm -hmm. of of life, Mm -hmm. right? This thing keeps showing up at my door. Mm -hmm. asking me to use my voice Mm -hmm. this situation in a new way and oh and here it is again and oh here we are well what i'm finding that's so interesting too and i i think i mentioned this in a previous episode but you know this notion that we teach what we're meant to learn Yeah. yeah and it's so interesting the number of um well the private practice clients and then also even working in the school, especially with fourth and fifth grade girls Mm. and having that opportunity to teach them how much their voice matters Mm. and how the world needs their voice far more than the world needs them to be cute and quiet and, Mm -hmm. you know, silent or whatever else they think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, this is so interesting. Here I am again. You know, this is the very lesson that I'm still trying to learn. Um, I get this opportunity to read. And that's how you, that is actually how you best learn is by teaching something. Yeah. That's yeah. like, there's well, science behind that. <laughs> hashtag science. Yeah. 